Welcome to the Daybreak Podcast with me, a ghost. Oh no, and me, Tessa, but I'm so worried. Yeah, that's way better and makes more sense. This podcast is about not ghosts, but worrying. How to stop worrying. There will be one about ghosts coming up. I think we should definitely do one about ghosts. And I think it should be uh, how to... How to hang out with ghosts just more sort of the broad supernatural with less of a how-to aspect oh, we always do how-to so it'd be like how to ghosts how to communicate with the dead how bit to, much bit much how to just the db podcast colon ghosts yeah great great okay. great great, great. And, and it keeps it open up keep it wide open, ambiguous keep that you know always be wide yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So it's about keep how to open. it's about how to stop worrying i mean obviously we all worry do you worry, Tessa? I mean, yes, yes, constantly. Oh, good, okay. I am polar opposites mm. on any given day. That doesn't surprise me. No. So sometimes I'll be like, oh, I've never had a care in my life. And then, and I will believe that. And then the ne- literally the next day I'll be like, I'm consumed by worry. So present. You live yeah, so yeah, yeah. in the it's, moment. Yeah, and I it's, re- it's terrifying. There's a lot for me to work on. I, yeah, I worry constantly. And I actually didn't think I was a worrier. I think that comes from the fact that my sister is a, t- is a real worrier. Mm. So in our house, I am the more... You're not as noticeably... I'm not so noticeably worried. My worry has always slipped under the radar. So in my mind, I was like, I'm a very relaxed, laid-back person. And then I said that to somebody once. I was like, oh, I'm incredibly laid-back. And they said, no, you're not. And I went, yes, I am! And they were like, that's not how a laid-back person would respond. Yes. Because I really thought I was. Yeah, I think you appear like you are. Like with the one that we did that really moved you. Um, the podcast we did about control... No, what was it? House, assertiveness. House no, yeah. <laughs> assertiveness. And you were like, oh my God, going like, yeah, well, I'll just go wherever to have dinner. You you thought that was like laid back and chill, but actually it's like, I'm frightened of choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think it's particularly cool to be a warrior. Like everyone's like, I want to be the cool laid back Do people want to be a warrior? Oh, no, right. sorry. It's the not around, yeah, the opposite yeah. way around. So therefore you're like, no, no, I'm yes, not. The and then cool you lie girl. awake being like... Am I a warrior? Yeah. Are you a warrior, Stevie? I mean, it'd be surprised to no one to hear me say, no, I'm great. Absolutely <laughs> fine. I don't even I don't care about anything. You look super cool today, if I may. Thank you. So look, I'm worried about my response to that. Before we go into worrying, I mean, I could add more, but it would just be like, yes, I'm worried. Oh, please, um, explore it if you like. Um, I found recently that prep... So, for example, I'm putting a show together for the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. I've just, from the start, been so overprepared because I was like, I'm going to lose my mind Mm -hmm. if I don't. I mean, it'll get to July, it starts in August, and I'll be just as bad as I thought I would be. But at the moment, I'm just on the right side of okay because I've, like, prepared enough that I'm not consumed. But I am still consumed, so it's not hugely helpful. Anyway. My dad used to say about the five Ps. Okay. Five different types of we. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Tom's wee barometer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, no, the five Ps are preparation prevents piss poor performance. It does involve piss. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it does. Wow. Yeah. Preparation prevents piss poor performance. Yeah. I can imagine him saying that as well yeah. in his very, like, stoic way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's being quite earthy. surprised. He said that. Yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's an earthy man. He's, <laughs> he's, he is an earthy man. He's from Canada. He's um, excellent. And he... I once wore his trousers. <laughs> He took it in his stride. He did. Stevie had got some trousers from our house out of a bag that was going to the car boot sale. And she just put them on. And then at the dinner table, my dad looked... Very kindly. He didn't know that mum had put his trousers in this bag. Oh. So to him, that's just a girl wearing his trousers at the dinner table. (laughs) He he, He very politely went... 
was telling a story. He was like, so now, Stevie, are you wearing my trousers? <laughs> I was like, yes. And I didn't know him very well. And then Yeah, he did. He took it in his stride. He really did. Um, What's the most adult thing you've done this week? Well, I have started wearing a silk robe to bed. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'm struggling to put an age on that. I Uh, think that's too adult. Too old. Too old. It's too too much. It's too much. I have... Yeah, what's the most ancient thing you... (laughs) You've done this week. What's the, what's the thing that really brings to mind ancient civilizations? Yeah. <laughs> I found in Primark this silk robe. Like, um, it's like got a floral pattern on it. Mm. It's like, um, oh, come in. I'm making, I'm making martinis. Right. Okay, and you're imagining it? Yeah. No, I mean, I, I, you had me from silk robe. Yeah, like a, a sort of caftan affair, and yeah. I. I think it's hilarious, mm. but also I love it. It's got these big, deep sleeves. Do you find it difficult to wear when there aren't other people around to appreciate yeah, it? Yeah, very much so. It's, yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Thank you, exactly. thank you for touching on that. I did not know that was a problem, but thank you, yes. That's exactly <laughs> oh, right. So many pyjamas that are just too, like... Too much? A bit like, much. I, should, I, should have, I don't smoke, but I should have, like... Oh, I know exactly what you mean. She's making a really long cigarette, like Cruella de Vil. Yes, a, a, I cigarette. Think a cigarette holder. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> A vine? Exactly, a mart- espresso martini. Yeah, 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 that lady. And she's got lipstick on and no other makeup. And she's just... She's so fabulous. She, yeah, she's so fabulous. But yeah, I can't wear it unless people are there, there and looking at me. It. And also if you and put then, it on... And then, I'm, and then I'm like, oh, look at my face, I've ruined but it. But if you do put it on and it hasn't got the right response, you have to go and take it off immediately. Furious, yes. Furious. Anyway, I found this thing, had it on, was just practicing, accidentally went to sleep in it, like didn't mean to. I think it's fine to go to sleep in. But I, I'm just telling you, it's not so much an accident. Like, I'm sorry, I meant like, I just didn't intend for that to happen. Then I slept so well. And I obviously, because sometimes I sleep in a, I get, I'll put all the wrong things on to sleep constantly. And I'll put on a hoodie or, I mean, how? How do you? How does your day dressing translate into getting into bed dressing? Yeah, I'm just as bad as that. You bit. just put whatever is comfortable. Yeah, exactly. But sometimes you're like, oh, I'm chilly, so you put on a hoodie, and then you wake up at four a.m. being like, never have I been so hot. I take it back immediately. I die here. That's in, what I do every Satan's night. Bath. Yeah, I put a hoodie on and then I take it off. Yeah, exactly. And then you're completely the wrong temperature, and mm. so I'm constantly doing that. And I'm like, hey, remember that time you got too hot? Put something less on. Yeah. And then it's too cold. But I've realised I have these cold shoulders. <laughs> So a silken robe has made all the difference because I want my arms out of the duvet but still covered by something because I don't like to be totally exposed. Oh, I don't either because of the ghost. Because of the ghost. grab you. Yeah, 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 yeah. You mustn't put your whole... Get an, get no. an arm out there. It's expose, vulnerable. I don't you know? expose my neck no. because of the vampires. Absolutely. <laughs> so it's a vulnerable experience to sleep. So sleep but, in a silken robe. But the silk... Try putting some bit of silk on your neck. <laughs> This is the God. least relatable tip I think we've ever... No, I think just people... Just live in silk. It's thin, but it also protects you from the vampires. No, silk... <laughs> so I think... Silk is great. I think everyone does know that silk is great. It's oh, just I quite didn't. difficult to have... Well, no, but it's a rich person's thing, isn't it? It's Sorry, like this thing's from Primark, silk. so I don't think it... It feels silky smooth, but I doubt it's silk. I think it's okay, just polyester. So, so you could get, like... Pauper silk. Get your pauper silk out. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, you're absolutely right. Sleep in a silken robe is not a helpful tip. No. Sleep in your pauper silk, we can all get on board. Okay. That was astounding. But I do think the exposed body out of the bed is a real problem. It's a real problem. Um, it's a te- it's a terrible problem. Yeah, it's a terrible problem. I We're not doing addressing a it enough. I thing where I have like, my leg over one bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and then I pull the duvet round, round. like this. Yes. So then I'm like got my thing out like that, and then my arms through here, but my arm is out because it's just like a big. Duvet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just ends up becoming a beautiful game of twister with yeah, your own yeah, duvet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you want to be both out but covered. But in. But out, out but, but in. in. Is that not what we, want, what we all want from every aspect of our lives? Out but in. Mm, Stevie, what's the most adult thing you've done this week? Well, I had a go at making bean burgers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I meant to be more, more supportive, supportive, but I did see them. You saw them. <laughs> they weren't great. They tasted lovely. Yeah, 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 absolutely. There was a problem. Please. So I made four bean burgers, which was the correct amount from the recipe from this no lovely one. they were vegan Absolutely. as well and they basically like I bought like so many different types of beans like every different type of bean you could name black bean um, black eyed peas that's not a bean it's a pea <laughs> I think it is black bean though Kid- sorry, beans, sorry 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 my black bad bean. kidney but, beans but to be kidney beans I think I've run out now of beans but there were Baked more beans, beans. Ba- no there were more beans and then I made them and then I had them for dinner and I was like this is great this is I've got a new thing now. Mm-hmm. It was, did not take very long to make. And then I had the next two when you saw me for lunch the next day. In 12 hours, I probably ate about a kilogram of beans. Right. Then the next two days, couldn't do anything because my stomach had expanded to the size of a balloon. I had these like agonizing pains and was just burping every four seconds. <laughs> so my adult thing was dreadful is it like I tried it it was like that was my other thing like the bean like I made my own bean burgers but I'm just it's just a warning oh absolutely don't eat what's the warning don't eat the kilogram of beans right okay make your own bean burgers but don't eat them all at once eat one portion eat it sparingly I have like I think he expected the man who created them for like you'd have like one burger for like dinner and yes. then one burger for lunch if that yes. I had two and two well often but when the recipe says four it's expecting you to cook for four I know I hate that it's really tricky it's tricky to cook for one yeah anyway so I learned a lesson and that is don't eat so many beans <clears throat> oh well done though. also that, that horrible thing about like beans making you gassy is a thing Yes. I thought it was a, like I thought a, it was a stupid joke. joke. Like, and it wasn't like fun. It wasn't like, ha ha. Like it was like... Was it not? <laughs> no. Tom, are you a worrier? I'm an awful worrier. Oh, please. Yeah. How does it manifest itself most deeply? I call it... Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> private worry, would I say? I bottle it all up, but I worry about absolutely everything. Oh. Yeah. But you don't express it? Not really. I try and remain appear to remain calm and everything but then every little thing will worry me do you have do you like talk about it do you have like a certain person you can talk about it with or you is it fully bottled? uh no fully, fully. oh god Tom, I, you, need I, I to, you need to talk about it i know i think a lot of people look to me to be in situations for example in a work situation people look at me as perhaps the calm one in a situation oh absolutely very calm, so, very calm. Uh, regularly we've thrown things <laughs> over the computer or broken things or yeah. not arrived or and you'll be so calm where deep down deep down you're screaming i'm screaming <laughs> are you it. yeah little tiny tom is like no! yeah <laughs> I'm so don't do that what if this happens uh, oh oh well you do a uh, wonderful job of <laughs> Oh, I say keep doing keep it. Keep it up, keep quite frankly. Up. Keep it up, yeah. mate. No one needs anyone going no, on. Like <laughs> Just keep it right down there. <laughs> that is a very good point, though, and I think that's a good starting point. The exterior interior. Wow. Yeah. Wow. The exterior interior. <laughs> what were you going to say? <laughs> I was just going to say um, how people 
feel like they can't express worry and concern and Mm -hmm. how I think that really just makes it so much worse, not just for the person, but just for everyone. Because if everyone keeps it in, just like with everything, you go like, oh, I must be weird for having all these worries. And then if you express it, you don't want to be like described as a worrier or like someone who, if when I was at school, please, someone said to me, there was like this thing where everyone was like, who would you want to get, who would you least want to get trapped in a lift with? And everyone was like, Stevie, because she'll just flap about. And I have never forgotten that. And it's true. Mm, Is it? In actual situations, I'm fine. In like genuinely bad situations, I'm sort of fine. It's just life that I'm like, oh, ah, you know. I truly believe that actually everyone is good in a real situation yeah like in a real crisis and it feels like everything's gone the people are actually okay and it is a genuine thing that happens and like the adrenaline just like kicks in and you like move yourself to this like higher plateau Mm. and then people afterwards you you might be like god i was incredibly calm and you genuinely were some people aren't though really in a proper crisis i feel yes some people just go nuts or freeze and don't know what to do well, or the, like panic or make bizarre decisions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's an absolutely incredible study about this idea called the agentic state that you, in any emergency situation, like proper crisis, you will immediately size up everybody else in the crisis ro- in the crisis who's in your group, mm. even if it's a group of strangers or whatever. Or in the White House crisis room. Or in the, who's in the White House crisis room with you. Whatever the situation you're in, you will immediately size everybody up and you will decide where you if you need to be in charge Mm. so if you found yourself in a group with just some kids or whatever you would without question immediately take control but if then like a doctor or a fireman or somebody else took over you'd be like please and you're it would happen instantaneously and it also is a real instance of people like being really calm getting stuff done and then someone else does arrive and they just completely go to pieces like they just absolutely collapse because they and it it shifts instantaneously and so that thing about like people being good or not in a crisis, but like, were they the person who needed to be, who good, needed in, to be good? Who needed to be good in a crisis? very interesting. That also makes sense when you, know, you hear about like um, tube stations or train stations yeah. being evacuated and there's not really anyone um, in charge that, like because it's just complete bedlam. So mm-hmm. everyone just goes mad yeah. because they're like, well, there's no one, apart from that disembodied voice saying, and please evacuate. Be me. nice and calm. You're like, I don't trust you, yeah, obviously. No, anybody. And sometimes you'll find yourself freaking out about something, but then you'll see somebody having a much worse time and you'll... Yeah. Cut You'll be like, able to just be like, hey, you're together. doing good, you're, you're fine because you need to, and that balance con- constantly moves. Which that makes is- sense as well because, you know, my personal worries are always about things that kind of aren't in my control yeah. or being concerned that I don't have enough control over the thing I should have control about. So if I'm waiting to hear back on something and it's got nothing, like I, I've done everything I can, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's fine. But then I start worrying about like, well, what if I haven't done everything I can? Like, what if I could send something? And what if I could... And then you, you sort of have to let it go. I remember a friend of mine said something, he has like quite bad anxiety. And he said, there are certain things now, if he's late and it's not his fault and he literally cannot get there on time, that used to be like his nightmare. Yeah. Because it's like, well, I... I've done everything I can and it's not my fault and now everyone's going to think that I'm a late person Everything's and, and he's not. He's almost too on time. He said like he's learned to just go, it's literally nothing I can do. Like it's yeah. not my fault. It's out of my control and something is fully out of your, your control to actually consciously stop yourself worrying because the really, and I think that's the easiest one. It's very hard, but it is the easiest one to change because yeah. it, it's the most logical one to not worry about. Whereas the other things are really hard, I think, and almost impossible to kind of stop. Yeah, and I think it's one that you probably need to build up your practicing at. Yeah. And so just start, rather than waiting for an extreme situation, 
to not worry about. Yeah. Start practicing it every day as soon as a worry arrives. Be like, hey, can I control this one? Is there anything I can do? If yeah. not, let it go. If like someone else is running late and you, they're making you late, like you can feel that like building up. And yeah. the amount of times I'm like, oh, and then, and then you kind of get it just here and you're like, no, it's fine. It is, it is fine. It is actually like, it fine. It is fine. No one's... What's the actual... Um, consequences of this uh, yeah I used to call it panicking and then returning to Gandhi because Mahatma Gandhi is the most famously calm man. the most stressed guy yeah <laughs> he was such a worrier no, like, he is... David Gandhi yeah. is um, famously <laughs> the most chilled out underwear David model David Gandhi is what I attempt to return to uh, every day I think genuinely those pictures of David Gandhi with his knob out we should all aim to return to that level of calm <laughs> because he should not be calm in that scenario if his, you need to everyone please google david gandhi's penis and it will come up it will come up so much quicker he than you it, think it is to find that he did a shoot that. and he's got half a shirt on and then his his knob is just on his thigh and it's, it's the so, weirdest picture i've ever seen he looks quite he looks so chilled out yeah it's quite a nice picture it his looks, knob looks chilled out i'm honest it's, it's, like, it's just flopped there it's it's awful it's like a little mole it's <laughs> It's really bad. But, <laughs> like a mole rat. Yeah. Popped out. It, oh, God. Be David Gandhi's penis. Be David Gandhi. Be Mahatma Gandhi. Arguably the best Arguably of the, the calm man I was originally thinking of. <laughs> Arguably. And just return to that like, oh, like, I've let it go. I'm beyond. I am something else here. Mm. Mm. And then if you start going, but I don't actually know what... Gandhi did. Oh my God, I'm so... What? I need to go and look it up immediately so I know. I, don't, I can't tell people to be Mahatma Gandhi if I don't know any quotes by Mahatma Gandhi. You don't need to know... Well, be the change you wish to see in the world. I thought that was Confucius. I think it was Gandhi or he appropriated it. Probably did. I think everyone did. Think and I, I will move seamlessly on to open this podcast with another quote oh, that please. I won't attribute to anyone because I've already found several people that say they said it. So oh, I don't believe anybody. Okay. We'll assume it was Gandhi. David Gandhi. David Gandhi. So David Gandhi famously said, <laughs> <laughs> Worry does not empty tomorrow of its sorrow. It empties today of its strength. Oh, that's powerful. Mm. That is true. And that's a good thing to keep in mind if you're like in the middle of like a... Oh, it's, those quotes are often um, very unhelpful when you are panicking about something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine if you were like in a work situation, it's so delicate and so stressful and someone goes up to you and says like, well, you would just you drop kick them out of the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I and don't set feel yourself on fire. But this podcast is not to be listened to in a moment of extreme crisis. Yes. This moment is for the uh, calmer times mm. to prepare yourself... Although, we do have some nice tips. Absolutely, there's going to be loads of tips. For what keeps coming back again and again is the acceptance that you are worrying and the kind of being allowed to worry and letting the worry happen Yeah, and, be, and not then beating yourself up for worrying because I think the moment you go, ah, oh, now I'm panicking, you go into like a full spiral. Yeah. Whereas you need to keep it like as logical as possible. Tell yourself there's nothing wrong with worrying. All human beings worry because if we didn't, then we would have been in a cave, a tiger would have come in and we would have just let it eat us. Like you, we have to be concerned about things. Otherwise, yes. we're not going to get anywhere. Your worry is your brain doing its job. Like, yeah. It is scared all the time and it is scared so it keeps you alive. Yeah. Because if you did not have that, you, you would be dead. Yeah. And so don't beat yourself up for your worrying brain because number one, absolutely everyone has it. Mm. And number two, it keeps you alive. 
I spoke to an incredible woman called Melissa Crees, and she's nearly finished her psychological well-being practitioner training at UCL. And oh, she's cool. kind of focused, and she sent me a load of really great information about CBT, which we'll talk about a little bit about later. But one of the main, like, most effective ways of getting rid of worry, she says, is that we need to acknowledge it. I really like this analogy. If we keep pushing it down, if we keep pushing worry down and ignoring it, it can be like trying to push a beach ball down underwater it will just keep springing back with force in another area of your life and you won't keep it at bay for long. So you kind of have to turn around and like just look at that beach ball. Look at that beach ball. Hold that beach ball of where do you put it? Well, you put it in your bag. And <laughs> okay. Do we deflate it? You deflate it. it, but... it now, um, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, deflate that beach ball, I guess. Yeah, I guess you because have to the air, deflate it. You've given it the air to... And you have the power to take the air away. Yeah, and there's a lot mm, of... So wise. And I think it's very individual what stops you worrying. So what will help me might not help someone else. Melissa said uh, Headspace, which people keep telling me is excellent. Head- Headspace is an excellent app, which uses like mindfulness. In the past, I mean, the amount of people who have told me to, to get it, and then I've gone on the app and been like, no, it's not free. I will, it's, it's very cheap. I will buy it. And basically just like listing the worries that you have and just attacking them with the sort of objectivity that you would provide if a friend said, I'm worried about these things. You would be able to be like, okay, so you're worried about, I don't know, your performance at work. Now tell me exactly why you're worried about that. Then break that down into like bullet points. Okay, I'm worried because in my last meeting, I was talked over or I'm worried about... And then you can start to challenge those thoughts and be like, hang on, is this like a legitimate worry or am I catastrophizing? If you look at it objectively, you'll be able to see immediately where your logic has failed yeah. and where you've started because to Because if spiral. you say to me, I was shit at work today and I say, yeah, probably. <laughs> no, if I say okay, why do you think that? And you say, well, Sue sort of tutted um, when I walked past. I'm like, okay. She's known as Tutty Sue. That's probably on Sue. And then you're like, okay, I got this like quite terse email. I'm like, okay, let's read the email. Like, let's actually look. Yes. What is it you think that says terse in it? We didn't get this job that we wanted. We didn't get this client or whatever. Be like, okay, like, was that actually you? Or was that, you know, and you just break down all the things because yeah. otherwise it feels like, it's basically that thing we had about the straws on the camel's back. You've got to take them off and actually look at them and be like, okay, can we actually let this go yeah engage with that camel yeah otherwise help it just, the camel help that goddamn camel otherwise it just becomes this um, it's a giant camel made of straw yeah or sort of just a vortex of like camels general... <laughs> sure there's a camel tornado yes and <laughs> poor camels round and round they we go we need to stop worrying because the camels are suffering yeah for, got, you've got to help your camel guys so like if i've had a really stressy day and I've been really worried and it's got all kind of on top of me then the next day I kind of want to be like so hang on what was that about then and then you can look at it and it always looks so much less the next day and we all know that even if it's something really genuinely bad that that has happened time will heal that Mm. and you'll look back and go well that was a mistake I made that I learned from that was a really sad thing that happened in my life that happens to everyone and I I was going to have to experience it at some point so almost better I experience it now because going forward I'm a lot stronger or like there's then that is the worst case scenario usually it's like yeah totty sue totted at me and and I cried in the bathroom yeah and then it sounds so when you like write it down in the moment that's my favorite I used to I went through this picture of like writing down stuff if I felt like I'd kind of lost it a little bit I'd I'd look at it like yeah that's yeah I'm right to be upset and then the next day I'm like Jesus this is so did you write it down as Tutty Sue went past you did you write it down immediately if 
if, if I found myself getting upset, I read somewhere that like writing it down orders your thoughts. So I was like, right, well, whenever I feel like I'm, a, like I'm getting a little bit out of control, I'll just write it down. And then that will like bring, obviously not, I would write myself into a spiral because that's, I articulate myself way better written down anyway. So I just basically have like two mad people, one on the page, one in my brain, conversing with each other. And then the next day I'd read it and be like, all this is because, yeah, Sue tutted at me, or more relatable, if say if you haven't been tutted at by Sue, I'd my thing is that I would lose something, like I'd lose a, de- a debit card, or I'd lose, and I'd be like, well, th- how can I function as an adult? And that would just send me off, like, well, and this, and this, and this, and you're like, you can't go around like that. And then the next day, I'd think about what had happened to be like. All this is a debit. It's like it's just a debit card. People lose it all the time, and it's what it's your react. It'll be your reaction yeah. to it that's the problem. The actual thing isn't the problem. It's how you react. Yes, and if what you react by doing is being like, "Oh, I'm an idiot," or "Oh, I've done this," yes. or oh, you know, and then be like, "Okay, let's assess why I talk to myself like that. Let's yeah, assess why I do that, and then also what can we put in place." If this is something that's happened before, to say, like, how can we stop this happening again? Preparation. Preparation prevents piss-poor performance. It's very, very true. Worrying about the future and worrying that you're not going to, you know, make it in whatever career you want to do or worrying that you're not going to find love or worrying that you're not going to ever have any money or or just worrying about the next day at work. It's really... That's... But it's so, it feels so difficult to, to get a handle on once it started because no, no one can tell you it will be fine. Because you're like, well, I don't know, do yeah, I? Yeah, I don't believe you. Yeah, and obviously you don't believe them, otherwise you wouldn't be worrying. I once uh, was made to do an interview in The Telegraph oh. about the nation's worst graduates. Okay. They literally did this piece about like the graduates having the worst time. Oh, sorry, you were being interviewed for that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So somebody who I went oh, to university with, who horrible. had, a, who was working at the Telegraph. Horrible article. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they like, and a memo came around. Be like, anyone know anybody who's having a really tough time? And then this person I knew was like, oh yeah, Tess is having a terrible time. Why don't you interview her? So I did this interview on the phone and the guy, who was like a much older guy, he must be in his late 40s and he like worked at the Telegraph. He was in like a totally different world and he didn't understand at all what it was like to be 20 and just the world collapsing. Mm. He said, well, the thing is that like everyone's in the same boat. And I said something very pithy, like, yeah, but the boat is a Titanic, mate. Mm. And uh, he didn't laugh. And then he was like, you'll be fine. And I just like, I was crying, I think. And I was like, how do you know that? Yeah. Like, don't say that to me. Like, it's such a... Dis- and he was completely correct. <clears throat> I am fine. But like, it is the most useless piece of advice. It's the most yeah. useless thing to tell yourself. It's the most useless thing to tell someone else. Like, yeah. yes... It, it was. The he most, was correct, but like it feels so. It's just it's nothing. Like a, it's like a plaster on a bullet wound. It's yeah, like, this it's is, not even a plaster. It's like it, it's, it's spitting like into some, the wound. Spitting into, or just like <laughs> saying like, "Oh, your wound will be fine." You're like, "It's bleeding." Do you want to do anything? Like, "Oh yeah. no, it'll be all right. I'll stop bleeding." Like, well, you don't know because yeah. it seems to be continuing. Early twenties, not having any money, wanting to do something, but feeling like it was fully impossible for me to get yeah. there. It's all about like the little steps, and so. You know, it's, that's not going to stop the worry. But what will ease the worry is if you know you've done as much as you can that day. Even just, like, just take the day. You sent an email to somebody or you've reached out about an internship or you've just done something that's moved you forward and you may get rejected for the thing that you've just a- applied for. It doesn't matter. You, you are trying. You a step forward. And, yeah, yeah, and every time you do try and you get rejected, that's not a step back. That's just like, you just stay in the same place. Stay in the same place. And then you keep going forward and forward and forward. And I think it's that preparation thing. Like, it's it's feeling like, well, I've covered my bases. Now it's down to, like, luck 
the world and time. I've shown up. I've done as much as I possibly could and I'm continuing yeah. to show up here. Yeah, and it's, it's hard to do that as well when you're in a pit of worry. But just doing like one thing that's positive, even if that's got nothing to do with your job and, or like, you know, you might not be worried about your job. You might be worried about how you look, for example, or how you feel or whatever. Like just making one little change to, to make you feel a bit like, well, I'm trying. Yeah, I think it's a thing of like, oh, everything looks shit, but I want to look like Beyonce. You, Don't we all? Rather than, and then you're like, oh, forget it. But if you just paint your toenails bright red, be like, hey, hey, look at this tiny step forward. Yeah, just like, like doing a nice thing if you're like me and you can't stand painting your nails, do something else. Just anything that just lifts you a little bit. Yeah, it just makes Cut you feel the a bit. Split ends off the bottom of your hair. Oh God, yeah. It takes two seconds. Tessa, Tessa just said that while looking at my hair. I can feel it. I did. <laughs> Cut the. Uh, I was like, I saw was, your face. I was face looking at you, but I was just trying to think of something else that was really quick. Your, your ratty ends of your hair. Don't out. sort that out. Um, no, you've got lovely hair. Thank you. I was just trying to think of something that wasn't toenails that took was really quick. Yeah, and made just a, so quick. I made a tiny step forward. I thoroughly recommend the book *Sapiens* by Yuval Noah Harari. And good, quick and off their tongue, wasn't it? Wow, I bet it was completely wrong. His name's like. Jan or something. I think it's... <laughs> You've really, like, over, over-pronounced it. No, I, I fully think that that is the correct name. It would just be funny if his name was... Jan. Jan. You know, Peter. You know, Peter. <laughs> I think it's Yuval Harari. Yeah, I'm, I'm into it. The book Sapiens, guys, is a wonderful read, but there's mm-hmm. also this fantastic bit at the end about Buddhism. Mm-hmm. And Buddhism, it's quite dismissed as a spiritual practice. Yeah. Uh, people are like, yeah, the Buddha. I think you're going to come back as a cockroach or something. Yeah, we get it. Buddha. Yeah. You know, it's not... You rub his belly, you get some luck. Come on. Buddha. Buddha. Everybody knows Buddha. <laughs> Big Me- fat. Meditation. Big fat Buddha. Buddha. <laughs> Come on. But actually... We so don't... disrespectful to Buddhism there. But that is, I think, people's general... In the West, yes. West, oh, oh, for sure. I don't know if we have a lot of monks listening. And if we do... We've got quite a strong contingent. Oh, do we? Just, like, specifically Buddhist monks. The oh. Christian monks have no interest. No, uh, no, no time for us. Um, no. Shout out to all our Buddhist monk followers. I really respect what you do. Because the main practice of Buddhism is about understanding that it's now. There, there is only now. And rather... You'd be a great Buddhist. You would. You oh, would. I would. <laughs> yeah. Well, I do... There's only now and there's no past or present. <laughs> and what I do panic a lot about the, fu- the future. Yeah. So it's, it is like, there is only now... There is no sort of, oh, when I'm rich, then I'll have a house. When I, which I do have yeah. terribly. You do have that, yeah, yeah. When I'm, on my wedding day, I'll, I'll look, look amazing. completely different. I'll, look comp- I'll be a different person on my wedding yeah. day. <laughs> I'll be Mila Kunis on my wedding day. I'll be Mila day. Kunis on my wedding day. Right now I look like this, but you wait till you see my wedding dress or this mm. or this or this. You wait, you wait, you wait. And it is about accepting totally that there is only this. Yeah. So in a micro level, it's like you're doing a plank in your, I don't know, British military fitness class in the park. And instead of thinking like, oh, this will end, this will end, this will end. You just be like, I live here now. I live here in this plank. I live in this plank. And obviously that is quite (laughs) tricky to live there. Sure. But it's emotionally about rather than just enduring something, it's going to end. You're saying like, I, this is it. I'm totally accepting of this pain or this worry or whatever it is you're going through. Mm-hmm. You're like, this is it. I'm not just getting through this for something on the other side. Here I am. And so that, I think, is a, a really positive way of reassessing how you think about things. That's mindfulness, isn't it? It's yeah. like, I'm touching this desk. I'm touching this what I'm desk. Doing. And about that thing about like, what if I don't get married? What if I die alone? What if I don't ever have a house? What if I don't ever have children? All of those like, what if I never get promoted? It's be like, mm. okay, you don't. 
fully accept what that is. Yeah. That your life does not, it doesn't improve in a classic way, in mm. the way that we understand success or improvement. Just accept that where are you are now, gets, there is no more. And be like, okay, I'm I'm cool with that. Yeah, yeah. I've totally accepted this. And even if you're secretly like, no, I'm not cool. It's it, that's the thing that you have to keep doing. Is go like, back to that voice that says like, yeah, yeah, wink. I'm yeah. cool with it. Be like, but I'm not. Be like, understand why not. Understand yeah, yeah. what bits of it. But that that voice inside you that's causing all this, that worry inside you. If you can create this kind of like voice being like, but what if this? What if you can also fully create a voice that is opposing that? So yeah. you have created without realizing a very concerned inner Stevie. I'm talking to myself now. Who is a highly evolved, clever, clever brain keeping so Stevie clever. safe? Too clever. So let's not put inner Stevie down. No, Stevie's little tiny Stevie's great. And then, but then it also but needs she does other worry Stevie a lot. to be like, hey man, like it's why don't you just. It just chill out and I think have you tried these crisps have you tried these crisps <laughs> the idea of like being fully consciously getting rid of the worry people often will be like that's like playing pretend like mm-hmm. I'm still worrying and you're like yes you are still worrying but you are then you are taking control back and being like I'm moving in here now and we're going to stop doing this yes. we're going to stop doing this and you need to develop that like third voice fifth voice for me I've got a lot of voices to, that, that really is like the ringleader and can stop and you, you need to be able to like identify when the panic is starting and when, when the worry is starting to become unhelpful and that you can step in and be like okay now we're just going to take it five seconds at a time you're going to stop you're going to drink some water you're going to sit down I've got a friend who has said about like distraction techniques which I think is really interesting and actually Melissa mentions it as well she sent me like a really great leaflet which is all about cognitive behavioral therapy which for the for the layman it stands for cognitive behavioral therapy and the main idea she says is that what we think and do affects the way we feel so people get stuck in this vicious cycle and that's what worrying is and the things that they do to solve how they feel can actually inadvertently keep that cycle going okay so you might go outside and have a cigarette but then in the back of your head you're like well I'm smoking now brilliant you might go and get drunk then, you, then you're hungover then you haven't you know in the back of your mind you've not dealt with this well you might push it down you know in the back of your mind that you've pushed it down it's just waiting to come back, back up again you might lash out at people you might struggle in other areas of, of your life because you're not letting yourself worry and CBT is about helping people get unstuck and being in the kind of present and it does there's these like moments of it uh, this kind of like distraction thing just as simple as just counting down from 10 or describing things that you can see, counting things. And it sounds totally mad. But when you are really, really worried, like say sometimes like very, very late at night, I'll be like really chilled doing some work or something. And then I'll be like, oh, death's a thing. And then for the next hour, I'm like, well, I, I really am just really sitting with the idea that I'm going to die. And that's not helpful. And I have to then go, okay, I can't do anything about this. Now let, let's do something that is going to just get me out of this cycle. Yeah. And that literally is making a cup of tea or just counting something. And, and then you suddenly, uh, you are one step removed from the worry and you suddenly realise how absurd it is to be worrying about something when you, like, especially about something that you can't do anything about. And is that is that what CBT is about, helping you to make a cup of tea or count the I mean, not, not it's not necessarily like you pay money to go and get a sushi and someone goes, make a cup of tea, mate. It's about, is it recognizing, about recognizing your, your worries the, and challenging yeah, them. Yeah, and, and is it about recognizing what you do when you think about death? 100%. And yeah. being like, hey, what do you always do? And if the answer is freak out for two hours and then have a cigarette and these are my things, be like, okay, maybe next time the death one comes around. Try this. Try this. And uh, this can be literally anything that makes you feel 
better. Basically, you get that fight or flight response, which is your body being like, there's a tiger in the room, but there isn't. It's just something that is... I don't know, your Instagram post didn't get enough likes or something. You're like, oh my God, but look at my friends. And my friends got, did really well. Oh, she, well, she's got a book out. She's got two two books out. Oh my God, she's been... Shall like, I delete it? Shall I delete it? Shall I delete Instagram? I need to write a book. What's going on? And then suddenly you're worried. You, you've wor- you're you now worried about something that you weren't worried about to, to begin with. The, the worry has become so massive. It's got nothing to do with the fact that your Instagram post didn't get any likes. So uh, number one identify the secondary thoughts. Yes, literally. Like, look look how quickly yours were like, but she's written two books. Yeah. And I think it's not about a book. It's about, that's a massive thing. It's about looking sideways and being like, wow, everybody else seems to be doing better. And actually what you're doing is you're just looking at the people who are doing better. You're not looking at the loads of people who aren't doing better. Because that is the, yeah. (laughs) So there are just very simple things that with cognitive behavioural therapy that you can do. The main stages are writing down these worries that you have, really interrogating them properly. Not just looking going like, yeah, I am doing shit. Like, well, you aren't. Unless you are quite literally the most unsuccessful person on the entire planet, you are actually making headway. And if you're looking at the future and you're terrified about the future, then if you really think about that, there's nothing you can do other than things to do today. That worry is also completely unhelpful, like that quote. If you've done everything, it's not up to you anymore. Mm -hmm. It's up to a million different factors. So the CBT thing looks at those thoughts and asks those questions. And you do it yourself because you need to see what your thought process is and how almost like sick our thinking is often. Like our our thoughts are so uh, faulty. We have Mm -hmm. like faulty thinking. And then to work out the best ways for you to kind of get out of those like worry spirals and, it, and you won't be able to be able to do it the first time or the 50th time it'll just get slightly easier you'll find tricks and those tricks are all the th- all the things that I almost don't need, need to tell you things like yeah breathing controlled breathing focusing on on your breathing talking to a friend about it sometimes that that doesn't help it doesn't often help for me because I just get myself worked up into a massive stress and um, same with like writing stuff down some people find that just writing things down really really helps having a snack genuinely distraction is really 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 important because the moment you distract yourself then the thing that you're worrying about will seem slightly more absurd every single time and that can be concentrating on your breathing or looking at what people wear are wearing consciously taking yourself out of your own brain opening a book opening a book even if you can't read it and then not being mean why to yourself. Why can't you read? Because you're stressed. You're oh, I worried. see, I see, I see, I see. I, if, I, if I'm stressed out, I'm never going to be like, that's oh, crime and punishment. Like, <laughs> it's not going to happen. Okay, okay, okay. I was just trying to think of other distraction things. Yes, yeah, true. I, and maybe actually some people can read read books immediately. I guess if you were like sort of pace, if you were... Having a bath is nice. Uh, yeah. Oh, hello. Hello. How oh, the mighty have fallen. Know, right? Over to the dark side. I have a big throw as well on my... Um, in the bath. And, yeah, in the bath. <laughs> it's a nightmare. Soaks up so much water. Um, I have a big massive throw on my sofa. And if and genuinely, if it's things that are like, oh, okay, I need to get off my mat because I'm starting to panic. I just get under it in the fetal position. And I'm like, I'm allowed to sit, just be here for like 10 minutes. And I'll just be like, ah. And like fully relaxed, just think about like, just nothing and really try and it immediately helps like you don't know yeah taking yourself away from the situation walking moving moving your body letting your whole body focus on something else 
hands under the tap, cold water. Yes. Everything in your whole body responds to water. And thinking what your thoughts are. And it sounds weird, but like a big part of CBT that Melissa's mentioned is is just noticing the sort of thoughts that you're having. So if your thoughts are like, oh God, here we go again. Oh, I'm so, so like, okay, that that's not helpful. Like yeah. constantly being like, am I being nice or am, am I being a dick to myself? Mm-hmm. I think really, really helps. Uh, the distraction thing, like I was just thinking about the time that we walked along Fleet Street a couple of weeks ago and all the advice is always like walk a different path that you've never been before and you're like rediscover your city and you're like who are you talking to and then we it happened to us and we were like wow the time of our lives really rejuvenated us we walked through a bit of fleet street that we've like never been before yeah um and we were having the absolute ball yeah and so it was so immediate the immediate of like yeah these things when you just see the same environment every day that adds so much to that like oh what is it? Like, what is again. this? Whereas it genuinely felt like being on holiday and being like, oh, and you felt excited and totally distracted. Yeah. Like immediately distracted from things. Someone said a nice thing as well to get you out of a worry hole is to do something nice for someone else. Just like, even if you don't like feel it in your heart, just be like, send some flowers to your grandma. Do, just do something nice. Send like a nice text to a friend because that you've immediately removed the focus from yourself. Yeah, from yourself. That is a really lovely one. Um, which um, is, and then you'll feel... Also, a big thing about worrying is that it gets to a stage where it's like you'll so often people will go, oh, I'm going mad. I'm th- I feel like I'm going mad. And that's a, that's like a really unhelpful thing because you're not going mad. As we've said, everyone worries. Every single person worries. But if also anxiety, that's what worrying is. Like the difference between just being worried and having anxiety. M- Melissa mentions that worrying can be helpful. So if you've got to sit an exam or do a driving test, the worry will make you prepare for it. But it's when the worry stops us from doing things. So worrying so much about not being able to find a job that you don't end up applying for any jobs. Mm -hmm. That's when you need to find other coping strategies for the worry. And if it's uncontrollable and interfering with your day-to-day life, and basically if... If you're fed up of it and you've it's become a problem, that's when you know look into CBT. I know the NHS does it online. There are so many excellent booklets and things you can read about anxiety because obviously, like we can't, I can't advise you on that because I'm not trained or qualified. But I can advise you on worrying. If you feel like it's it's controlling you, then and it's really affecting things, then just have a have a hard goog. Have one, for heaven's sake. Just a few more tips. And also a fantastic business idea I've had. Okay. So one of the things was about that is recommended by the experts is about understanding your reliance on technology. Mm. So not just exactly what you're saying about Instagram of like, there's only good stuff there. There is only positive things because that is what it is. It's a medium yeah. of like, look at this. Even though it's like, look at dopamine, this lovely, dopamine, dopamine. Look at this lovely sunset or look at this lovely thing. It also is like, it's a sound sex, I'm on holiday. Like it is, like, yeah. even though they are just a collection of beautiful things or people. Imagine if it was all, you could just only see the ulterior motive of everyone's post. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. If it had. Like, I'm worried my boyfriend will leave me. Yeah, exactly. Um, also, I look good and everyone else looks fat or whatever. <laughs> say. Oh, say. The amount for of times people on Facebook, oh my God, when someone like a girl will post loads of photos with their friend whose birthday, birthday it, is, it is and they look love, amazing. Love all you, the photos and they're like and kissing they the girl and the girl they, they're kissing so they look like so thin and good and then um, the the birthday girl actually looks qu- quite poor yeah <laughs> like, awful or is blurry yeah, or has got yeah, eyes yeah, closed yeah, yeah. and it's like lovely and like, shout out to this girl on. yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Love an so mode. much of that anyway so I've invented a business idea it's okay. called it's working title, uh, Bad Day Gram, <laughs> Bad Day App. Okay. It's, we're working on it. Yeah. It is just pictures of your terrible day. Yeah, that's great. It's I think just, we should just do that. that. That should be a hashtag on Instagram. We should just reclaim no, Instagram. Even within it, 
there will still be too many sunsets and lovely things. And it's great that that is what Instagram is. Put your beautiful things up. It is Show nice. us your beautiful flowers. I'm getting quite bored of it now. But yes, yeah. me too. But like, I think we should start a new app where we will just show what everyone's terrible dad. There we go. We've sm- Well done. Glad you're on the marketing team. <laughs> no, celebrate my success. I was doing. <laughs> angry at That's me. the best you're going to get, I'm afraid. That was me celebrating you. Such bile. Ugh. Well done, you. Yeah, it is like how terrible. Yeah, and then nice. when you go on it, you can only ever come away feeling better because yeah. look at people's terrible day. Why do people watch soap operas? Because they just want to exactly. be like, well, I'm not like that, even though it's not real. Um, um, yeah, so if you feel like CBT is maybe something for you, definitely go and explore it. Have a look. Um, also consider about like whether your worries are pushing you into full-out anxiety. Yeah. Um, I never even crossed my mind that I might have that. And then I saw this tweet that was like, heads up for people looking after people with anxiety. Don't send us texts like this that were like, hey, give me a call when you can. Like, just that. To which I was like, yes, that's the worst text in the world. I read more about the tweet. Yeah. And they were like, tell your friends and family, like, even though... So my dad does it to me all the time and I have actually had to tell him not to. That he... Yeah, my dad, my dad just puts, okay, at the end of things, I'm like, are you mad at me? Yeah. What's going on? Like, yeah, yes? yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, and my dad will constantly... Like, well, everyone's dead then. Exactly. Yeah. He says, call the house when you can. So I'm like, immediately, I'm like, Put a squid emoji on it. Put a squid in it. Tom. Tom. (laughs) Pop a squid in there, could you? Please. Could you, pal? Can you? Because if you say to me, I fully lived all these awful, awful scenarios. Yeah. There's um, Winston Churchill famously or didn't like I, you never really know if Winston Churchill said any of these things but he said something in a speech that was like when I look back on all these worries that I've had I remember the story of the old man who said on his deathbed that he had a lot of trouble in his life most of which had never happened like yeah so many of the things that you've already lived through you're like oh wait that didn't happen yeah I, I get so, so into it that I'll be like fully crying because of a thing that might once happen yeah but, and I'm like I'm fully I'm in the shower like oh my god how will I react like I'll just be absolutely like come on like it's not yeah, yeah, even yeah, yeah. that you've lived it you've practiced various terrible things and there is there is something to be said for you know not going too much the other way and being like so optimistic that then you're crushed by anything but I think you just you just have to be realistic and be aware that it's not just going to be down to you yeah that so much of this everything about this this being life is like luck you can't control any of it really yeah. you just do the best that you can which is absolutely horrifying but you just have to sort of ride that wave as yeah, best we're that all you doing can. it we're, yeah, we're just all in it let go and plop along so consider your reliance on your technology consider the fact that your your you think your phone is helping you but really you are basically a slave to your telephone like God. you plug it in you feed it you give it energy it demands things from you constantly that will be you, help not helping with, with the worry yeah you worry when you're you worry that you're not got looking at your emails you worry that you were out of service you worry that people couldn't reach you you worry like con- constantly yeah there's not, you, there's not like a low level that's just been added to everyone yeah and, like a you're layer. Just, and you're at that 24 7 that's like does someone need me does someone have i not missed an email have i not done this and so just consider that and consider maybe stepping away from some of those things oh yes the <laughs> the worry tree that we talked about before like yeah that's great you know that's cbt exactly that's cbt of CB like, tree. Right, cb tree yes please write things down and like fully get all the not it's not just like i'm worried about money it's like 
really force yourself what is it that I'm to identify because otherwise yeah. you just end up in this spiral of dark nothing. The amount of times I'm like, oh God, I've got absolutely no money and then this is the end. And then I'm like, oh no, if I really look at it, in like two weeks, I'm, I'm too rich. Get, yeah, yeah. Anything, I'm a billionaire. Oh, I remember. I'm on the rich list <laughs> I was an early investor in Facebook. <laughs> Duh. Yeah. No, but you you can even at, the, at my most like, oh my God, I'm so broke moments. There's, there's a way to get out of it. There's always a way that you can be like, okay, I'll get a bar job. Like, okay. Yeah, I'll be okay. I'll, I'll get some shifts off my... Okay, I'm going to put a thing on Facebook just to see if anyone's free. Anyone anyone wants any shifts? Like, like there's so many little things that you can do. All is not lost. No. Ever. Um, my housemate, he... I, I'm never particularly one that worries what people think of me, but his always was like, what will people think? What will people think? Yeah. And I used to sit with him and be like, who, who are the people? Like, yeah. who? Let's name them. And he's like, you know, people. And I was like... Who? Important like, to give name me, them. Give me their names. And then he'd be like, I don't know, Henry. And I'd be like, okay, let's pop that down. Yeah, Henry's Henry. clearly a bit of an issue What's, then. What, tell me why. Yeah. And then like, oh, so-and-so or Sue, Tutty Sue. Like, Tutty and like, Sue. let's name those people and let's establish. And then he'd be like, well, once Henry said this. And I was like, okay. So now we've got... That happens. Now that we've I understood a bit more. I, right. The amount of people that I've now had... I'm not, not really as good friends with any, any, anymore because I realised, oh, hang on. They're all of the my people. life, they're the people that are making me feel... For example, that thing I said about being a kid and no one wants to be in the lift with me or whatever. Like, it's similarly comments at uni or like comments when, when I was younger. Oh, I've internalised that fully and now I'm terrified that people will. It's actually just Paul. Paul's horrible. And yeah. then once Paul is removed, you realise that, oh, everyone else is okay. So like, often you put something that's so clearly in the middle of your, is in your core text. It's like, yep, that's an absolute truth I know without question. Yeah. I'll, I'm bad in a lift. Here it is. And then if you work back and then you believe that as a fact and if you work backwards you're like oh it's because someone said that and I put that up there but I yeah. don't have to have that if I don't want it yeah absolute truth so that's a very good because there will be there will be very few actually legitimate absolute truths for example truths. mine is that I can't sing and if I identify it several people have said that directly to my face but I think I'm going to just let that one go that's fine <laughs> because that is true <laughs> No, <laughs> no, you can sing. No, I can't. That's all no, me. you can sing. Oh, I'm wow. not saying it's on the tune, but it's certainly, it's, it sounds like panpipes. It doesn't sound like It does sound a bit like, oh, like it does sound a bit like panpipes. Like if you were a siren, it'd be no, like, no, no one would it'd come. Be really creepy. No one would come to my island if no, I was a siren. Like, because I like, wouldn't attract a single ship. <laughs> I'd be like, I'm getting no business here. I can't get a single sailor in. I actually think you were, because I think on the wind it sounds quite haunting, but maybe not in the good way. I don't know. I thought that was very, very interesting. Yes, I'm definitely... I'm quite stressed, actually. Are you? I have felt, I felt a bit on edge, yeah. truth be told. It's because there's not a way to stop it. No. Because you can't stop it. You just have to know that you're doing it. And you just have to trust yourself a bit more and care for yourself a bit more and be like, I can, can make myself stop. I've got control over these worries. Like, you have to gain control over them. <sighs> yes. <laughs> I don't know if we have. No, just, preparation. Yeah, preparation. Preparation. Distraction. Breathing. Be, breathing. Being Exercise. Exercising. Being aware of the worries. Um, knowing what you can do today to help the future. Knowing that you can't do anything about the future and that's okay. And writing just, them down. Writing them down. Talking to a nice friend. Considering um, more professional lily. help if you... <laughs> considering the lily. And considering getting more professional help if that would be useful. For you. For you. Yes. Just getting off the internet. Being nice to yourself. And also not um, ignoring it. Yeah, the not, beach pushing, ball. not pushing that beach ball down. Deflating it and putting it in your bag. Deflating it and putting it in your bag. 
and not being so convinced that you have to keep up this calm exterior because you don't have to. No, it's, yeah. I mean, unless you're like a lawyer and you're just stood up and you're just saying So case. sometimes put that put wall it down. Up, pop that exterior in up. In general, don't. And let you, and if, if, if it is like coming out at odd moments, then you, it's something you need to deal with. And we've, we've all got things to deal with. And I think that's... That's so true though, isn't thing. it, about being a lawyer that like... We, there is so many jobs, in fact, almost all, in fact, every single job involves an element of pretense yes. of saying that you've got this, like lawyer or factory worker, mm. because as a factory worker, he was going like, ah, everyone's like, get off the machinery. Like, yes. You can't work that. So it involves people pretending 24-7 that they have got things more under control than they have. Yeah. And that is how everybody is getting through the day. Mm. And so really, it's so, so hard to have to admit and because Let we work so down, hard guys. at that guard yeah. because that's how we get we have jobs mm. um, let that guard down guys but let that guard down and just make more peace between those two things between your calm confident professional exterior and this screaming interior and just try and bring them closer together yeah scream at work that's what we're saying what we're saying is scream at work <laughs> um, now before we head I have a couple of shout outs that I would like to do yes please so there's a wonderful blog called Millennial Pink Blog and it's not only wonderful because they interviewed me about self doubt mm. but also because it's just a lovely blog about very similar to the kind of stuff that we touch upon really just about navigating your 20s how hard it is just like trying to work y- your way up and I think it's really incredibly relatable and also a nice shout out to to megan and also her friend leah they're high school students in scotland and they always listen to our podcast on a tuesday while getting ready for school oh love you and it's her birthday on the 9th of april so happy birthday for the 9th of april happy bloody birthday bloody birthday if you have any if you've, if you've done CBT and you're sort of interested and you you liked it, I'd like to be tweeted about that. I'm interested. We'd love in it. to hear anything you've any techniques you've got to deal with your worries. Yeah, things that you've have worried about that you stopped worrying about. And any ideas for future podcasts as well? That's always useful. Take one step this week. Yes, to remove something from your life. I'm going to mute some WhatsApp groups. Mute a WhatsApp group. Yes, for example. For example. Um, put another exercise thing in your day go to bed early remove your phone like walk to work choose one thing just one and try it and try it out this week if it's not doesn't work if if you try another one try another one it's not an exercise of being like well I shouldn't have done shouldn't have listened to that yeah Yeah, I hate that something like oh well so and so gets up at 6am and goes for a run I can't do that I'm shit just just pick one thing and do it this week and it's about removing something that is your that is not helping yes we believe in you I'm going to try it I'm going to try it I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm going to mute myself. I believe. Those WhatsApp groups now. I believe in you. I believe in you. I believe in you. I believe in you at home. I believe in you, Tom. I believe in you, Tom. I believe in you, too. Thanks. That's nice. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone.